0: Welcome back everyone to another episode of the CEO Diaries. If you are watching the film, you see that I have a really exciting guest today that everyone has been dying to hear from. And if you're just listening, hello, this is Tara. And I have Kirsten Chandler here. Say hello. Hello. Kirsten, have you ever done a podcast? No. Are you nervous? hmm <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Just a little nervous. Um, No, I am really excited to have her on here because you know if you have attended any of our classes and if you've been really involved in Harper's hair co you have seen and you've heard from her and you've learned from her kirsten has one of the most inspiring stories that i have honestly every ever personally come in contact with but even if i wasn't personal contact with you right i would still think it was one of the most inspiring that i've ever heard in this industry for sure but you guys that are out there and are wanting to grow and wanting to be something more you're going to be so inspired too so yeah we're going to dig into it. Um, if you haven't followed, I'll repeat this at the end, but if you haven't followed her on Instagram, your handle is colored by Kirsten, mm-hmm. right? Is it colored dot? Yes. Okay. Colored. Dot
1: by. It's K B K too. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So tell it what it is. Cause it's, I don't know
0: what the hell you just said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's colored with a K by Kirsten, but it's colored dot by dot Kirsten okay. it's K Y R S T E N. Yes. Yeah. So
0: go follow her because not only that, you'll love her style. Um, she's just one of those that just dresses to a every day Thank you. Thank you. and she always looks good and honestly that's a big part of her her success so mm-hmm. we're gonna dive into it first of all I want her to start and tell you kind of you know her story where she started how we got together Um, It's crazy (laughs) and all the things. I know it's been a long journey, but I'm gonna let her tell it. So
1: dive right in. Um, I'm super excited to share this because, like, I've honestly been thinking about like you know, like it would be really cool for people, you know, either going into cosmetology school or getting right out of it because it is a very terrifying thing. Kind of like where we started was I was probably 14 years old at the time, you know, going through school. Um, you know, it's always just talk with your parents. What do you want to be in life? And you never know. I'm like, I re- genuinely though, I had no idea. I was like, you know, office job sounds awful. I would go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can't sit so still in a classroom full of people. <laughs> Imagine me in a cubicle, yeah. it would never happen. But I guess I started, um, I really loved hair. Um, me and my mom have always had like massive amounts of hair. So we always had like a lot of freedom to do things. My mom's super cool. She's where a lot of my info comes with in live. She is really she cool. She is really cool. If you haven't seen her mom, check her out. I am. She but is one of the coolest people I've ever met. She is super cool. But my mom used to go to you for her hair. And then, you know, it's like one of those things like mom and daughter thing where, you know, she's getting her hair done and then she takes her daughter. To her Actually, done. I have
0: to hold on pause that. Go for it. So I have to <laughs> tell everyone how I even, which I've known her mom. We're from the a little backstory, too. We're yeah. from the same hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, Kirsten and I are both from a town called Muldrow, Oklahoma.
1: Mudhole bullfrogs. Mudhole bullfrogs.
0: <laughs> we, were like, we were the Muldrow bulldogs. Yes. So, you know, the joke was the mudhole bullfrogs. Yep. Um, ha-ha. And yep. basically a town of, like, 4,000 people. So mm-hmm. super, super small. Right. And so our, our, our parents are our friends. And we just, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows everybody. So I've always known her mom. Yep. But one day her mom called me up and was like... <laughs> My hair is bright orange. She was trying to do a bleach and tone mm-hmm. and just got like a solid platinum. Mm-hmm. Um, she had like a, a cute bob. Yeah. And oh, so. basically whoever whoever did it before, it was just like bright orange. Mm-hmm. And so she basically was like, please save me. Yep. And that's how our relationship started because <laughs> yeah. I got her to a really pretty platinum
1: blonde yes. in one so day. Beautiful. And yeah. that's how it started. So, yes. Yeah. And so then I've also like, you know, I've seen my mom like fall her eyes out called Tara and then like I see her come home and she's like glowing and I was like it's also one of those things like I said mom and daughter like it's a really cool experience you know you take your daughter you get your hair done but it was more amazing to me seeing my mom come home being so happy you know because when I see like she had a distress like she wore a ball cap for three days <laughs> until she could come into you like she cried all the time but she came home she had beautiful hair she's like I feel amazing I feel like my face looks good with this haircut like it was stunning so I was like mom I want to get my hair done and she's like you know, like let's wait a bit your hair's so pretty you know how that goes but she's like fine we'll go to, we'll go to tea and i think at the time you were at that small little booth rent place is that correct i remember it had two small rooms it had two shampoo bowls and a like maybe four chairs of a waiting room and like a tiny little cubicle desk and yep. I was like this place is so cute you know looking <laughs> at yeah, now crazy but I remember going and I think you did just a few pops of highlight and you gave me like my first ever like you know like cute cut like before everyone just kind of like chopped off my hair I hated it but I'm sitting there and my mom's telling me like oh you know like Tara actually ran off to Vegas when she was 18. I hope you never do that to me. I remember my mom saying that you were never allowed to leave me and she has said it every day since. But she was like, you know, Tara's done this. And then I remember just watching Tara like do my hair and seeing the way that my mom was happy. I was so happy and you were like in your own world. Like no one bothered you, you were just doing hair. And I look back now and I can't imagine how stressed out you were <laughs> actually on the backside now knowing, but it was like, I remember going home and being like, "Mom, like I think I want to go. I think I want to be a hairstylist. Like I want to be like Tara." And she was like, "Okay, you know, like we'll think about it. We'll fast forward. Um, you call my mom, and you were actually like, I think I'm gonna open up a salon.'" And I was like, "Mom, please beg her that I can have a job. Like I don't care what I have to do, if it's running errands, getting coffee for them, if I have to get how, a scooter." To how old were
0: you at forth? this point?
1: Fifteen. Okay. Yeah, it was like I was 15 and a half years. I was close to getting to sixteen. You know, it was like to the point where it was like, you opened and you know, I think like a few months after, you're like, you know, Kirsten can have a few hours after school, like it's not gonna be very many days, but like, you know, she can. And I was like, yes. Guys. I actually trusted her to answer the phone. Crazy. First ever job ever in my life. (laughs) Here, here's customer service. You'll do fine. Right, right. It was like one of those things, it was, I will say to this day is one of the most challenging things I think I've ever done, but we'll get to why it was so important, but. So imagine, I'm 16 years old, I was in band, I was a cheerleader, I was doing normal high school things, um, and then I was working a few days after school with you. In school, I did not do well, let's just say it, I'm going to be honest, I hated school, I hated it, I hated it, and honestly that's why I knew college also was not going to be for me, and my parents told me, love you sis, but we are probably not gonna go to college. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. Let's not try love that you, algebra. I think hairstyles would be great for you. <laughs> my parents loved me very much, know that. But um, it was like one of those they're things. They're honest where, parents. They're very honest, and I love them for that. But it was one of those things where it was like, I knew I hated it. And I knew that, I, oh my God, I would never want to do this. And so it was one of those things where, like, even teachers that knew my mom would go to her and be like, listen. Even in elementary school, they'd be like, listen. Like, I'm extremely ADHD. I can't sit still. I I would rather sit there and draw and be creative all hour than learn anything about math, history. I don't care about any of that. It was like things that I wanted to do. I know that's really selfish, but I. No, nope, it's totally not. <laughs> yep. But I was literally like my senior year, following up. I'm pretty sure I failed math. Not gonna lie, but it was like one of those things where like I did not do well. So. I worked with Tara a few days after school. Um, I did things like that and I'm not gonna lie, I was at a point where I was like very low because I was like, you know, it was very hard for me because at 16 years old, like you have that narrative in your brain, like I shouldn't have to do this type thing. Like Tara pushed me. I remember you pushed me all the time. You were like, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do it like this, and you're gonna do it right. And you never once just let it fly. There was no flybys. There was, as soon as it happened, you were like, nope, done. And I'd be like, got it. Like, okay. <laughs>
0: there, were, I, there were lots of stories. Oh my God. You know, back in the day, and sometimes, you know, it's been, she's now 21. She started yeah. at, you know, 16 years old mm-hmm. at my salon, which is my first business that I ever opened. Right. And, you know, her being that young, and I was just in this place in life where I just opened my first business yeah. that obviously didn't come easy. Your stress was also still here. My <laughs> Stress level was you know two yeah. to ten, which has been two to ten since then. Yeah. Um. Welcome to being an entrepreneur. But, yeah. you know, I I just remember like the narrative mm-hmm. sort of that you had mm-hmm. about yourself because of the way that maybe teachers yes. talked about you or, you know, like you said they were going to your parents and saying, yeah. you know basically saying that you weren't smart. Yes. They, and yes. kind of putting you in this category mm-hmm. and putting you in this box that you actually weren't in, you just get and give a damn about algebra. And yeah. neither do I. Yep. And Bingo. so, you know, great if that's your that's your thing. But right. you know, you that just wasn't what you loved. It and wasn't. so I just remember, you know, I'll never forget, I got my first apartment here in Fort Smith and Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, I really want, it was this really cool apartment with um, brick walls and actually, oddly enough, you live across the hallway now, (laughs) (laughs) you know, from the apartment that I lived in back then. And I was like, paint me these really cool, you Mm -hmm. know, pictures, I had these like inspiration picked out. And it was just amazing because, like, within days, I had these, like, huge canvases of, you know, just art. They were amazing Mm -hmm. art. Uh, A couple of them are still hanging in the salon now. And um, it just, it was funny because I was just like, this girl is, you know, she's always looked like this. Maybe not Mm -hmm. exactly like this, but it's obviously evolved to be better mm-hmm. and better, but you've yeah. always had this like look yes. and you've always had this personality that people are, mm-hmm. you know, extremely drawn to. Right. And you know, something, something about it back then that, and I didn't know, I can't predict a future of right. course, but yeah. you know, I just knew that there was so much more to you and yeah. it was almost sad, you know, to me, I remember like, mm-hmm. I'm like, this girl has been put in this category. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's not smart. Being she doesn't lazy. pass tests. Yeah. Um, she's lazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all these things that, teachers in in high school. And and that's, too, if you guys are listening out there and you guys guide children Mm
1: -hmm. at all,
0: or, you know, and I'm not saying I know everything, because we all know that. And I'm raising a two-year-old right now, and it's the most challenging thing in the Mm -hmm. world. But you know, it was just like, to me as an outsider, knowing like what she was probably going to be capable of, yeah. it was sad to see that like category that you were just placed inside right. of. And you had no control over it. Right. You were just like, you know, okay, I guess, and you started to believe it. yes, Because you were so young, you didn't have any confidence right. to be able to go, um, absolutely not, I am a smart person, yeah. I am capable of this. Mm-hmm. And
1: so that was kind of your narrative for yeah. a little bit. It was, because that's what I was stuck in. It was like, people were like, like you know, and like my parents, I love my mom so much, but she even knew, she knew that. She was like, I know that's not what you want and it's hard for you. And she was very accepting of that. But like you said, teachers were not. They were like, you need to punish her. You need to do this. And then like, you know, funny enough with those paintings, I was like, screw homework. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. paint her these badass paintings and they're gonna look so cool in her apartment. But it was things like that. It was more of like, I can express myself more and I can show myself how hard I can work on things that genuinely I knew that like, made me happy right? because it was like, I couldn't do that a lot. I was stuck in a small town school with teachers that all day, like that's what they were taught also. Like, you know, they didn't know any better. And they also, there aren't hairstylists like you, like mm-hmm. that was not what we grew up in. Like hairstyles did not do things like we do now. So when they saw that or they thought that it was like a red flag to them, mm-hmm. especially, but. um And in high
0: school, I actually, I think we shared the same, teacher.
1: Yes. We, we can talk about this
0: later. There's right. definitely, definitely no names, but no. Um, there was a teacher in high school that, like I said, I think you had that mm-hmm. when I told her I wanted to do hair, mm-hmm. which I knew that in high school too, um, she was like, oh, well, her kind of remark was just, you're not, be prepared to not make a lot of money. Right and that was sort of whenever you started because you actually started a trade school in high school which i thought was the smartest thing you could do and Mm -hmm. i remember talking to your mom about it Mm -hmm. and she went to a local trade school and got basically got a license it wasn't the best school in the world they Mm -hmm. didn't you know there wasn't a lot of fluff they basically taught you how to pass Pass the state yeah, yeah pass the state test and um, I just said, that's good enough. I can teach her everything else. Right. Like we, you know, and the yeah. world can teach her everything else. Yes. Um, just go get your license and come mm-hmm. back. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's interesting cause you know, those teachers that doubt you, and I'm not yeah. talking, my mother is a teacher, by the way, if you're right. listening to this, I'm actually raised by all educators. Yes. I have the utmost respect for educators. Mm-hmm. Your mom actually works for the public schools. Yes. And, all but, love. <laughs> but it's just interesting that sometimes they put you in this category mm-hmm. of like, Oh, you're not going to make any money, and right. I can assure you, I write her checks every single week, and they are she's probably triple what te- or more what yeah. teachers are making. Yep. So that's yeah, you know, very
1: proud honor. Uh, yes, yeah. for sure.
0: They yeah. come to that from a humble spot, but it's yes. just of like you guys that are listening are like I have no, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I don't know what I want to do, and and you yeah. have an idea of like maybe what you love to do. Yes. go with that because. Mm-hmm you never work a day in your life if you love what you do. Exactly. And kind of brings me to my next point. Yeah. That was one of those on the spot questions yeah. I told you I had for you. Um, I remember back in the first, and Creighton actually reminded me of this yesterday, mm-hmm. back in the first masterclass that um, we you ever attended, yes. I don't think it was the first one we ever had, but mm-hmm. it was the first one that you set through yeah. as a student. And you had like spoke up and said, you know, I, and this was, Mind you guys, this was probably right. now, what, two, two years ago. ago? Two years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. And you had maybe just got your license. I don't even know if you had it at the time. It was, you know, lots <laughs> it's of changes. A um, but you were like, I have, I'm currently in this position. Yeah. It's crazy to say this because you are in, we're going to talk about where you are now right. in just a second. But you were like, I didn't know that I could dream. Like, I didn't even, mm-hmm. I wasn't in a position or I wasn't taught or I wasn't. Like I didn't even know that I could dream and have dreams of my own. So tell me a little bit more about
1: that, what you mean by that. So like we were talking about the backstory of how I was brought up in schooling where, you know, people ask, where are you going to college? You say, here's school, they go, oh, okay, cool. And that's the end of the conversation. And then it's like, you know, you talk with your parents, like they're just so eager for you to just start. They don't talk about the future. You don't know anything about that. I mean, I started, like, you know, like, I was a cleaner for you, I started just a few hours, like, and I just watched y'all, and that's kind of, like, all I knew, like, while they do hair on the floor, like, they work, make beautiful work, so it was, like, I never got to see past, like, all of the things that y'all did, so it was, like, I was new about it, but I never got to experience it. Um, more behind the scenes a little bit, but... Oh yeah, she was cleaning my toilet. Yeah, yeah. Guys, it was so not all glamorous car. for me. Let's just... <laughs> There's some more funny stories behind that too. But it was like, you know, you... You... My main focus at that time was literally just get... Get my grad... Get your graduation at high school. Get my license. And that was all I thought of. So when we were sitting there, I'm surrounded by all these stylists that made all this money. I was being taught by Tara, you know, all these other people. I'm surrounded by people like Creighton and the other stylists in, you know, the salon. And it was like, they all told us like, I want to do Gucci hair shows. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I was literally like sobbing. When I say uncontrollably sobbing, I'm talking like I'm having my face hid in a t-shirt because I was like, I have no freaking clue what that even feels like, to be excited about something. You know, because it was almost like a, not a dreadful thing that I had to go through at all, but it was more of like, keep going. Like, you're good, you got it, you're almost there. It was like, I never had even had a thought in my mind of what I could actually do. Cause it was never taught like, it was either go to college or, you know, work somewhere that doesn't give you a diploma and you work your hourly rate or you work a salary and then you work for retirement and that's about it. That's about what you were taught in our small town because that's what everyone did and there are a lot of people that did very well for themselves that is not my statement but I was sitting there being like oh my oh I I didn't even think like that I couldn't even like I felt it in my chest it was like a realization that like you know my life was more than Muldrow my life was more than just being a cleaner my life was more than just being the girl who failed high school or you know barely made it by I wasn't the lazy one I wasn't this I was like in my heart in my chest i felt like i could actually work for anything and anything i could ever possibly dream of so what's funny is i still have the dream board that we have and it is crazy i could almost cry about it and i'm not going to cry about it cuz what's one i'm going to cry about but it was like in this dream board there's tear stains mind you all over this magazine cutout but it was like you're going to travel the world you're going to be a successful hairstylist um, you're going to be surrounded by people that you love and you're going to work at a salon that you love and it's like I'm actually gonna cry. I do (laughs) it first. (laughs) Okay. So it was like this crazy thing of like last year we traveled around the world. Um, I work with some of the greatest hairstylists. I make almost six figures like first year on the floor. I'm working with an assistant. It was literally like things that even on this dream board, I was like, this is something I'll hit in 10 years. And it was like (laughs) two years later, I'm sitting here getting to be on a podcast with you to share with other hairstylists all over. And it's like, That was never, it still was never a thought in my brain. So, like, when you ask, like, how I felt, it was, like, maybe this is my limit. Like, you know, like this and working with you, there's never a limit. Like, there will never be a roof over my head. There will never be people telling me ever again what I can and can't do. So, I think that (laughs) seeing that now, like, blows my mind sitting here. But there's more than just being a hairstylist. It's more than just going to school. It's more than just... You hate algebra. It's more than just, it's more than anything that you could ever think of. And the people like Tara's talking about that are in school who have no idea what you want or people are telling you what to do, you do not ever, ever be put in that box or that category. Like, ever. It will set you back so much. And I think my biggest thing was I was like, keep pushing, keep pushing. You may hate life now, but it's going to be better. And even if you don't have a dream, even if you don't. If you put in the work and you follow and you surround yourself by people who can give you those dreams and help guide you and give you ideas that's what you need to do like every single day of your life even if you don't want to wake up in the morning and get out of bed you need to do it because I for example Creighton Tara like we're all prime examples of like if you just keep going every day get up out of bed and go to work like you've always said you can do anything Yeah.
0: Podcast over.
1: Done.
0: We don't hear you say anything else. <laughs> like, it's not running out of my face. You, I never cry but like <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh my god. Well and like and you guys can obviously see how yeah. you know passionate she is, but yeah, I wanna also, you know, add like you aren't always this way. Yeah. Like you you did almost change overnight one day, you yeah. know but that like journey leading up to that and mm-hmm. there's still so many hardships and right you know we have weekly conversations now and, yes. and you know now she's 21 she started this at 15 okay. and that's what i think that people you know we talk a lot about your success and especially you know in classes and yeah. and we don't a lot on platforms you know and yeah. but people can just see it right. because you are just totally a different person yeah and you know the one thing about you is you always showed up and mm-hmm. that's the one thing that I think people miss that part yeah. like you have to show up and do the jobs that you don't want to do in order to get the job that you want to have right and that's what's so cool about you is even at 16 years old mm-hmm. when you were such a shithead oh thanks. and I, so- <laughs> I wanted to strangle you uh-huh. <laughs> more days <next laughs> than not I was just like it's so <laughs> I say that. There are a lot of, like, I, you know, I made a yes. post the other day on Facebook and yeah. a lot of things about Kirsten back then when she was 16 and I was just opening my first business. Yes. Obviously, you and I are totally different humans than we were then. That was six years Majorly. ago. yeah. Um, but you know even back then you were such a breath of fresh air to me because you would come in and talk about boys in high school and you would have your heart broken. (laughs) I'm grounded. She was grounded for sneaking out or (laughs) doing things that 16 year olds should have been doing. Yes or shouldn't have been doing according to her parents. Right. Right. She's got the good kind of parents, you know, that like discipline and yes, and tell her right from wrong and tell her the truth. Yep. And you know, she's just been raised right. Mm-hmm. And then, and you know, that's something that we've talked a lot about lately yes. is you know, that your parents as much, you know, they've set that foundation for you because yeah. morally you are very sound and yes, you know, I, I see that mm-hmm. being a very consistent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, between the people inside of my company that are extremely successful. Yeah. Is that's the one thing that every single person that is really successful and um, you know really just exceeds in anything that they do, mm-hmm. always start with like a good foundation with, you know, just good morals. Even if your parents didn't teach you good morals, right. you can gain them yourself. You could be a good person. You could be a good person. You could be a good person. But you know you've always been you've always been a good person. You've always had good intentions. Yeah. I'll never forget the time. Um, and I have to tell this story because it's, just, it's <laughs> so funny. So embarrassing. It wasn't funny then, but <laughs> no, it was funny not now. at all. Um, I had to make. Her mom called me up one day and and was just like, "Hey, just let you know, you know, Kirsten, we've basically quit all of her medication she was on. <laughs> um, oh, it's okay, that I say it, just some ADHD yeah. medicine, right? And which she she was, needed it then, and For I sure. think it was a good decision maybe yes. to get off of it at that time and yeah. You were kind of about growing it and yes. learning how to handle it on your own. And I think that's yes. the goal when you have ADHD. Yes. and How to
1: function normal in society. Right, right. in society. Like, welcome to the
0: world. Yeah. Um, and so she called, she's like, we quit our medications. And just to let you know, like, great. Yes. <laughs> so it was like chasing a squirrel around the salon sometimes. Uh-huh. Literally. And um, I made it, developed a checklist, like, a couple of days after that. Because I realized I was like girlfriend's having a hard time like staying Mm -hmm. on task and getting everything completed. Right. So I was like, I printed out on the computer a checklist of like things that needed to be done before she ever walked out the door. Right. And I finish a client and Mm -hmm. she was like, Hey, you know, boss, you care if I get out of here? I'm finished with everything. And I was like, yeah, as long as every single thing's done, because when I get finished with the client, I've got to, I've got to get out the door. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, everything's done. I'm like, awesome. I'm like, checklist is checked off. You know, and she's like, yeah, everything's checked off. Well, she's correct. The checklist was checked off um, by her pen and hands, mm-hmm. but not by the physical. In um, my brain, shot. I did it. <laughs> your brain, the checklist was checked off. The hair on the floor told was, me that the checklist was not checked off. Which you're not checked off. <laughs> so I called her. I'm like, Kirsten, you have checked off this checklist. And she was like, uh-huh. I'm like, so, but the, but the tasks aren't done. Yeah, they are. I go, you call me a liar? No. <laughs> I was like, but are you a liar? Because you've checked it off. And you <laughs> I was, I was probably just finished up a twelve-hour day, so I was probably about yes. three notches a little too dramatic. It's okay in this situation, right? But um, what was funny about it is she was like, "Okay, I'm going back right now."
1: Turned like, I when I say whipped that car around so fast, <laughs> I was there in maybe point five seconds, <laughs> and I had cameras in the salon. Oh.
0: And so I left. I like, I had mm-hmm. somewhere to be and so I was like, all right, you can come back and finish. Let me know when you're finished. Right. And I left and I Turned on the cameras to watch her, and she's in there sweeping, (laughs) sweeping and weeping, sweeping and weeping. (laughs) She's (laughs) like trying to finish all these scrubbing the walls. (laughs) I was wiping chairs. I'll never forget. I came in the next morning, and that salon was spotless, cleanest salon I've ever been. Yep. (laughs) And I just—it was really funny. It was.
1: It was not at the time for me mentally, but. No. Let me tell you, there was never a day that I walked out of that salon that I did not do exactly what Tara had set out for me to do. Or if I did had guilt and have texted her being like, I left a brush on the back bar and I'm so <laughs> ungodly sorry we'll be there earlier in the morning, 30 minutes early actually to, to clean, clean up, it for you. <laughs> But it was like, you have to do that. Yeah. You have to set those challenges. Mm-hmm. And like we've talked about it there at the other day, the like, day, what are challenges for me that I can challenge other people? Because I'm like, I remember back in the day, like you never did that to be mean to me. Your goal was never to be like, I'm gonna piss Kirsten off today, let's do it. Let's push her buttons. I, I look back now and I'm like, Tara just saw that I had these things right, but here's where I went completely wrong. And getting my foot out, like even like as an assistant, that changed my entire, entire mindset. I remember one day, even like, I remember keynotes of like that night, or like you went to pick up a clip one day and you are doing a blonde client and there was color on it. And you went, hey, details. Every little thing you clean has details. And I'm like, oh my God, that would have been like horrible. You, you had this blonde client and you had black color on this clip. Like no. So every single clip is cleaned a certain way. Like even the way that we formulate. Even every little detail goes into my everyday life to this day, even at 16. But I would have never done that if you wouldn't have called me or if you wouldn't have set aside to like even like five seconds of being like yo don't forget about this and i'm like got it Mm -hmm. like you know funny story guys which we have to tell this so even when tara was on my back and everything i wasn't always this giddy like okay person i hated it because she was challenging me i knew what she was doing but i was like i hated it almost There were times where Tara might have walked out of the building and there weren't any cameras around and I might have flipped her off. (laughs) Out of pure, like, I don't know why, but it's that 16-year-old, like, I don't have to do this type thing. I did it. I never gave her mouth. I don't think I ever mouthed you or anything. never were disrespectful. But to get that out of me, you'd walk behind someone and be like, eh. (laughs)
0: About a year and a half ago, she finally. Oh,
1: yeah. I held it in. It was a secret. Yeah.
0: But my side of the story is, you know, a year and a half ago, I
1: don't even know where we were. We were at dinner with other people.
0: Okay. (laughs) Probably dinner with like clients outside of here. Um, She was like, hey, boss, I I got something to tell you. I'm feeling a little guilty about it. I was like, (laughs) oh, yeah. And I think she'd already told like Creighton and some of the others, and they were like already laughing. Oh, yeah. what is she about to say? And she goes, you know, I don't do it anymore, but <laughs> used to, whenever you would walk out of the room, I would just flip you off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I just like, your uh, mouth dropped. <laughs> and you were like, excuse me? <laughs> but like, it's
0: funny now, because we
1: all know, we've lived it. Right. Like, we've yeah. all had
0: parents that, you know, my parents especially, I know that I, as soon as my mama walked out the door. <laughs> so, you yep. know, it was just a funny story, but, her, those were challenges back then now yes. we're facing you know whole new challenges whole new world. and we're about to get into that but yeah. um you know kind of give you guys a briefing of, of fast forward off, out of out of that funny um <laughs> you know now I guess as of a year ago she basically decided well I, I invited her I was like listen we're going on tour this year with Harper Ellis Hair mm-hmm. we're going all around the U.S. and we're going to you know certify right. and educate over you know thousands of stylists yeah. and I was like would you like to go on the road with us uh-huh. and and of course immediate yes they're never Probably there's, like never, cried. <laughs> there's, never, there's <laughs> never been a no from Kirsten yeah. and that's the thing with Kirsten is like her showing up at 16 is why she is the way she is now. Mm -hmm. And you know, she always, she always showed up for work, even, you know, even if she was a little bit late, we'll talk about that. But (laughs) um, even if she was a little bit late, she always showed up and, you know, we basically took this person that was already great and we just fine tuned Yeah. and, you know, the fine tuning has been really hard and painful. Yes. Yes. I say, and this is something I posted the other day on Facebook is, you know, you and I, 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 I have the most intelligent conversations with Kirsten and you know, you guys, I've talked to business owners that are, you know, billionaires and, and on these levels that you would think that conversations would be totally different Mm -hmm. and they are, but with her, they're just so intelligent because it's never a, you know, Oh, I'm having this little 16 year old problem. You know, can Mm -hmm. you help me? It's no, I'm having these big, big girl problems. Mm -hmm. And these are, you know, due to my success. And this is due to the decisions I'm making, the good decisions that I'm making Mm -hmm. and you know, how can I solve them? And so, You know, sometimes I feel, I know just this week we've had conversations yes. in my office and I'm like, gosh, she's just like trailing me on, <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm like, I'm trying to guide you on some of the problems that you're having, right. you know, the But mentality. I'm also having
1: that problem. <laughs>
0: I'm kind of also there, yeah. And so you know, it's just so incredible to see. You know, like she just said a while ago, she's a year out on, on the floor, yeah. And not even that—you're basically a few months out on the floor. Yeah. And this year, you're set to be a six-figure earner, right? Which is such incredible. It gives me chills every single time I say so, that. And um, you know, she's our one of our lead educators mm-hmm. with Harborless Hair Co. alongside Creighton, right? And. She goes around and she educates thousands of other stylists. Yeah. She's 21 years old. Like this is the things that she's accomplished. She's helped us work on celebrity hair. Yeah. Um, she has, you know, been on a lot of our big shoots that we've had, right? And just the and now she runs my entire private mentorship mm-hmm. for Brails Hair Co., which I'm absolutely obsessed with. I'm so thankful. Every she's day so great it. at it. You're yeah. great at educating, and and I just she's just taken what really is her God-given gifts, and she's applied herself, and mm-hmm. now it's just blown up to be something incredible. Yeah. All the success though, and I, something about you though is is you're able to swallow the pill of going success actually is hard you mm-hmm. know from the outside you know social media I think right. a lot of your friends think that you just got it made you know yes. you've been given the silver platter of yeah. like oh you You're know lucky make good money and you get to yeah. travel and you get to do all these things but you are dealing with so much internally yeah. and that growth is painful
1: yes
0: and you know as a leader too and you guys out there that are leading you know other people mm-hmm. it's it's hard to like go back and say that it's hard to go yeah. hey you know it's just the way it is you know success right is, <laughs> success is not easy and it's, yeah. it's painful and there's gonna be a lot of tears yeah and but you handle it such grace like you yeah. you're like okay I get it I'm gonna I'm gonna be better I'm gonna mm-hmm. mentally be better you're always solving a problem yeah and even if it's you know a hard problem to solve you're always trying to solve it yes. And you're very proactive and I think yeah. that is why you are you know
1: where you are yeah I definitely think in like I just made a post on the Instagram about this today because that's been sitting heavy. It's been a part of our big conversations. Like, you have a choice. You you said, yeah, you can come work for me, but it's up to you if you show up and do the work. I'm like, okay. Going on to Creighton, he's like, yeah, I can mentor you and teach you everything, but if you're not here to give me 110, I'm so sorry, but you're not, gonna, you're not even going to come close to me. And he was not being rude. He was not being mean, but he's like, Here's your choice to grow. It's up to you if you do it. If you decide to work with me and then even more, it's even harder. Not only are you assisting me for 40 hours a week, but then go out on Saturdays and work a 10 hour day. Like he's like, you don't have to do that by the way. You even said that you don't have to work that, but highly recommend it if you want this. And I was like, got it. That was not at all like just a breeze. I did not, do you think I had fun leaving at 8.30 at night, six days a week? No, but it's like I made that choice because you set out a path for me. It was my decision if I wanted to walk it with you. Creighton, he held my hand for a little bit and then he's like, All right, now. you're catching up to me. Craig goes like this. Boom! Have <laughs> fun. Bye. And it was like I think I was in your office like every week at that point. I was like, da da, da da da. But it's like I still made that choice to show up every day. And I still made that choice to have good morals, be a good person. Like have having the issues that I did were not bad issues though. It was all about growth. But if I wouldn't have decided to get up and bust my ass almost every day, and even if I didn't, at least try my hardest. I don't think I would have the success that I would. Totally. And I think that's a totally big not. thing for people that, like you said, they don't realize. Mm-mm. And
0: there's, you know, there's even people inside of my own circle, my own companies yeah. that, you know, it's always, we always give the guidance. You know, yeah. you, you enter our doors. We we decide that you're a good fit to work for our company. We yeah. give everyone the same exact opportunity. Yeah. But the matter of the fact is not everyone takes it. And, you know, it's hard to take it, though, because yeah. six days a week over sometimes 12-hour Days Mm -hmm. is not simple. Yeah. And, you know, there were a lot of conversations that we had to have of like, oh my gosh, I'm tired of this. I want to go out and be a 21-year-old. I never told her she had to show up that often. I just said, I recommend it. It's what's going to have to happen if you want what you're saying to me that you want. Right. Um, But that's the problem with success. It's all these people are like, I want this. I want this. I want this. I want to live. You know, it's easy to dream. It's easy to go. I want to live this kind of life. Right. But the hard part is showing up and doing it and putting in the work. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I love about you. And that's why you are, you know, right beside me, especially when you're educating others and trying to inspire and change the world. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what, that's what I love about you too. And why your success is so great is because you're not doing this for money. The money is a plus. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But you know, you and I have the same alignment as far as like, we're out to change the world. We want to help people and you know, we want to have fulfillment from that. Mm -hmm. And, so, you know, when you talk to other people about success, that's one thing that you always talk about. You right. know, I, uh, I there's I so many tears yeah. through oh yeah through all of that. That's yes. not easy, and it still is not easy. You know, you still mm-hmm. you'd get sent me a text this past weekend. Or oh yeah, maybe it was late last week and said, yeah. you know, sometimes I just really miss being a 21 year old. Mm-hmm. And and when you have those conversations with me, I'm like. I, you you should absolutely yeah. and you should go and find time to be a 20 year old 21 year old you yeah. get one life you are only 21 one time yeah um but she'll go out and do it and then she will show reel right it back in up. and yeah. show right back up because she does know where she's going and even if that like path of where she's going is some kind, sometimes fuzzy yeah because you're 21 you're still dreaming right and I think that that's important that you still aren't completely sure of where you want to go Mm -hmm. but you just know that you're going towards greater things yes and you know as you guys are listening that are leading other people you know she came in my office a couple weeks ago and she was like i want to own a salon yeah and you know i could have handled that one or two ways i could have been like very you know almost i guess intimidated or you know i could have been kind of offended right um but you know to me that I love that. Like, mm-hmm. thankfully that I've made it look so glamorous that she wants to be a salon owner. <laughs> <laughs> but a couple um, of days ago we had oh another conversation, God. she's like, I see all the bullshit that you're dealing with. I'm not sure if that's my dream Thank anymore. Thank you <laughs> so much for having that talk with you. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me explore that dream. However, I think I've moved on it. Right. Then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah just, take it back. <laughs> and she may still, right. we're, we're kind of kidding, kind yes. of not, but right. yeah, you know. I just, I think that that's important for people listening is, you know, your journey is still so hard. It's not, you you never have arrived, but you always enjoy the journey. You're always like, I love where I'm at. I'm thankful for the opportunity. And, you know, you've had those talks of like, it's not really about the destination because I don't even know where the destination would be. Yeah. My destination honestly seems kind of boring. I hope my destination is that I get to do what I want,
1: when I want. Right and maybe not work so hard yeah. but and I'm pretty sure I told you I said I think my destination is I want to fill those shoes right like, I want to help you help me right yeah yeah it was more totally. of like I want to work to have a better work life and then that way you also have a better relaxed thank life. you for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly
0: but you know and that's that's just the thing it's not really not yeah. about the destination. No. it's about the journey it's about yeah. like you know what you're experiencing along the way the opportunities that you're getting mm-hmm. and you've always kind of understood that yes. and i think that's you know, there's there, you have so many powers that people don't have i mean right. people twice your age don't have the powers that you have and it's just crazy to look back and you had oh, yeah. high school teachers that thought you were dumb yeah and mm-hmm. you know and now this girl is like spouting off failed math but she's in my office every week being like tara i'm did it i'm making these numbers this uh-huh. is what i'm doing well i'm gonna you know you're formulating um, a yeah goal income formulations with me and it's just incredible to see yeah and so you know more than anything i want you to kind of we're going to finish up by i want you to tell them yeah you know what now sort of success means to you because we talked about the dreamer Mm -hmm. that you became and how you became that like what what does success mean to you
1: now yeah and which I think we've been talking about that a lot lately, too, as well, and little bits and pieces in our meetings. But I've honestly, in, inside my heart, I've been thinking about it heavy lately. Um, I think success to me is genuinely about my mental health. I, you know, like I'm so stable in life that I'm mentally okay um i can be able to be a 21 year old sometimes but still have a huge like path ahead of me i can go back and forth and be comfortable and not struggle with things i think also a big thing is is um success to me isn't really like i know i make good money but honestly i like the fact that with that i have freedom but it's also to where i can always take care of myself and i think that that's a big thing and i don't think a lot of people think about that like How am I going to take care of myself every day? Because I don't ever want to have to be dependent on one person. Mm -hmm. And I knew my parents loved them to death. They would always be there for me. But I didn't want to, not burden them, but I never wanted to have to be like, I need help. I need this. Like, I wanted to have my own car. I wanted to have my own apartment. I want to be able to have a shoe addiction. I wanted to be able to, you know, but create this style. And I think I told you this one day. I said, it's not so much of just about buying all of these clothes. It's like every day when I get up in the morning, I get dressed, I don't cry anymore. It's like success to me is I have built this confidence within myself, the way I see myself, the way I feel about myself, and even like this image that I've created. Like I genuinely think that that's my success. Like I think I'm successful now. I know I have a lot more to go, but those things kind of tie into it and like, big success for me looking at also the salon owners retreat that we did. I'm like, I'm beyond grateful and successful with who I work with. Like a lot of people don't even get to hit like the people that I love that are in my life. And so that's also a huge part because that's a part of people's goals. Like I want to be happy where I work. I want to be happy with who I work with and like I'm there. That's honestly what success looks to me. I know it'll change, but. I think that those key factors are probably always going to be there
0: and she's there I mean, it's crazy right 21 she's I'm staring at her brand new car actually yep. outside <laughs> and, and it's not about material things no. but it's no. about the freedom yes and that's what you've created she's I'm staring at a brand new car a couple yeah. weeks ago I was like hey we're going mm-hmm. to Vegas in a month or so if you want to go yep." she's like oh I don't scared. know. Um, probably shouldn't spend that money. She booked it. I she did. paid for her own plane ticket. She bought her yep. brand new. Jane's <laughs> laughing back there. Uh, she bought her. Uh, I
1: think we were actually in the middle of class and there was a break and I saw her to screenshot. I said, "I'm going, I'm going to Vegas." But she bought yeah. her own. Yeah. Uh, her
0: own hotel room, her yeah. own plane ticket. But like a 21 years old, I could not. I didn't have two thousand dollars in my bank account to even. Be able to even <laughs> consider going to Vegas, right? Yeah, and so, but I, I was just like, I was actually in the front of the class. I was just like, which I love hanging out with her. That's a plus right. to Kirsten yes. is like she always. I'm so happy whenever she's around. I
1: just need a moment with my friends. (laughs) (laughs) I just need to be with y'all for a weekend. And so, you know, she booked the flight and she booked the hotel
0: room. And I was just like, wow, what a cool opportunity to be 21 years old and be like, fuck it. I'm going to Vegas. Yep, (laughs) Swipe. swipe. (laughs) And so, you know, that to us, it's not about the material things. It's not about, you know, it's not about the new car. It's not about the awesome apartment that you're Mm -mm. getting to live in. It's not about... You right. know, all these things that you're able to provide for yourself. It's yes. like freedom. You're like, I don't yes. need anybody. I have what I have. And Bingo. you do all this and you honestly, you work less hours than yeah. our parents have to. Yeah. And I think that's an incredible, mm-hmm. incredible thing. Yeah. And so I just appreciate you being on because Thanks. I know this is the start of it. You and I could podcast five more times and not get too the details of your story. (laughs) Um, So I'm just excited that you came on today and I hope that this is like the first intro to your story and I I can't wait to bring you back on and people kind of keep up with your growth and and what you're doing. I know that, you know, you and I have a lot of crazy things coming and a lot of changes inside (laughs) of our companies and organizations and there's gonna be a lot of growth especially in the next year yeah I'm so excited
1: for you to be on here (laughs) thank you (laughs) all right tell your handle again so they can go follow you Um, it's at colored by Kirsten you guys should go follow I post a lot about extensions colors all the things I also brag about Tara and Creighton a lot I also love to bully Creighton so if you're one who loves to watch us make fun of Creighton you definitely need to follow everyone loves to make fun of Creighton right
0: It's because he's cooler than
1: us but yeah. we don't want him to know. Slightly I wanna be him but you so have to bring we'll him know back yeah. up. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.